often when we have interactions there's an energy that feels like it's something that we need to say or need to get out but this energy is is mental and until we have the experience of actually discerning how that interaction went or at least how we felt in that experience and also how it how it seemed to go and maybe the effect that it had on the other person and how it was received all of that seems really powerful in this ability to discern when our communication comes from a mental level versus when it just comes and I've been playing with this because for the better half of my life um, up until I was in my late teens, early 20s almost I didn't speak what was on my mind and I wasn't even aware that I was it just seemed like it seemed like this um, voice or whatever I needed to say was just so numbed and then so I started to discover how how muted it was in my 20s and I think in my mid-20s to late-20s, I started to use it vo more and I, I started to speak my mind. And I thought that I recognized so much of the value of that, of doing that, of speaking my mind, of saying what was on my mind. And it felt like because I had not done that for so much of my life that now that that experience that I would have that we're in a conversation with somebody, there's something that would come to my mind that somehow was mixed with a sort of nervous or apprehensive energy some some energy that was rooted in some kind of fear but i felt like when that energy came in the in the form of the words or at least the the beginning of what i should say what a feeling of what i should say in that moment that i needed to actually say those words and i needed to speak at that moment from and say whatever came to me, came to my mind. And because I hadn't done that in so long that I thought that when I started to, f to feel that, to recognize that energy, to, to have that experience of those words coming to my mind, that, I, that it was something that I needed to actually overcome, that there was something that I needed to overcome by actually saying what was on my mind. 
I've started to realize through this podcast and through my recent interactions with people that 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 those words that come to my mind mixed with that nervousness that apprehensive energy that I that actually that those words at the moment that come to my mind they they fall away by themselves if I don't address them if I don't get them out at that moment and I've noticed that I've noticed this in my everyday life as well because so many thoughts come and go and if I don't entertain them at that moment then they just fade away and most never to be seen again but then if I give attention to them whether that's through my mind just internally or if I speak about them like I have done in this podcast or like I have done in conversations then the attention to them and actually or or the speaking of them gives them life and what I've realized is that those words are not true because they come from my mind those thoughts are not true because they come from my mind how do I know what is true it doesn't actually come to me in the form of words I don't think that it does and if it does it doesn't come with a a anxious nervous energy that seems to be beneath those words and that's what made me initially interpret it as something that I need to transcend by by actually saying those words in that moment that I needed to overcome this um, this situation that I imagined myself in and this was something that I was being called to do <laughs> just many um, one of the many aces of um, the tricks of the mind just one of many ways in which the mind deceives um, us and and takes the shape of the truth but it only does that until we discover a deeper truth and then that becomes false what we believed was once true and what we were supposed to do then becomes just um, something that we perceive in the mind and as a trick of the mind and I realized that in my conversations that when I actually speak um, on those things say those words that come to my mind and those words that are mixed with that nervous energy and I feel like I need to say right away because I've I only feel that way because I 
haven't in my life because I didn't have this experience before. It just seemed like it seemed like my mind was muted in this way for so long. I just didn't have this experience and then it started a few years ago and I was like, okay, if something is coming to me in my mind now, then I, I should say it. I should speak it. And because it was mixed with this sort of energy, this fearful energy, then I felt like it was, it was the very thing that I needed to overcome to transcend. What I've realized, um, thankfully, just through experience, the experience of this podcast and recent interactions is that even when I have a, an interaction with somebody, that the thoughts that I have momentarily, and for me, they that specific experience that I'm talking about is when actual words will come to me with that nervous energy and before I felt like I needed to say them up until very recently up until maybe a day ago I felt like I needed to say them and um, now I realize that that's just my mind it's just my mind and I've been able to experience and somehow be able to discern that when those words are spoken from the mind now at this time in my life that I can that I can sense the difference in the interaction and then um, well I can sense the difference in how they are received by somebody and so um because I think before I would also I would also look at how I felt um, after the interaction and see um, engage also that way but I I don't I, ha I haven't been looking at how I've been feeling after because I don't touch the the thoughts that come up in the mind because I know it's just the ego that wants to uh, attach itself to the past and it doesn't actually serve me to do so what I realized though and and had the experience of um, being able to discern this is that other times when I actually just let those that experience of the the words coming to my mind mixed with that nervous energy when I let those pass they just pass and um, I can actually just keep quiet and that that silence is actually more powerful for the both of us interacting with each other it's more powerful for me because I I see that actually what I will say to somebody that is of the highest service to them won't actually come to me in any way that I in any in any millisecond before it actually just comes out of my mouth 
that I won't even know what it is or what's happening. That it, that even the, the, the subtlety of the words that come to my mind mixed with that fearful energy, that even if that comes a, a split second before I say it, that what is actually said from the truest place within me won't even come even that much far ahead of when it is actually spoken from my mouth, through my mouth. And I'm grateful that I also have the experience of being able to discern when the effect of, of speaking the, the, the words that come from my mind, speaking at those times that they come and I feel like I need to act on them and say them and, and get them out and that's the right thing to do. Because now I see at this time in my life that that energy is not leading to as much of a productive uh, or peaceful interaction for either of us. And that I realize that the that when I speak from my mind that it will never be true. True as in the truth of of what always is. Not what comes and goes and is true one moment and not true the next is how I feel one moment and not how I feel the next. So if I really speak from my heart, then there's very, very little to say that I don't even know what to say. And perhaps this stillness is more powerful than anything. This silence is because it is for me more the truth than anything. So I could imagine that this silence is also more powerful than any interaction with anybody. It's interesting how I've had to have all these different experiences to then come to this realization and the realizations that I'm coming to today and the ones that are unfolding in each moment because it seems like I needed the experience of the first 20 or so years of my life not speaking my mind and then the next 10 plus years then trying to speak my mind and act on this nervous energy and these words that would come to me act on them as soon as possible I I thought that even when I started doing this that even when I started doing this I felt like sometimes I would let those words and the nervous energy sit in my mind and I felt like um, that I was speaking on them too late. I let a few seconds go by and, and then I would say them. And then I, I thought that, okay, next time I need to get quicker at, at saying them when they come to me. So I started getting better and better at saying them as soon as they would come to me. I would try to say them as soon as they would come. But, and, and also what happened uh, later was that 
that my mind would then reflect on those very words that were that were said that i said the ones that came at that time and the way i would interpret that sometimes is that is that my mind would punish me for the very things that that it would tell me to say but there was this kind of confusion that well where were where were those words coming from were they coming from my mind or were they the truth of what i needed to express at that time and well we can we can think of that as um the the reality of of what i needed to express at that time yes that was what i needed to do and follow at that time was it coming from my truth um it was coming from my truth at that time because that was my those were the limits of my truth at that time was it coming from my true um place in 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 this heart in this emptiness in this true space it seemed to have um been coming more from the mind even though if there was a an earnestness in the heart and something something good there that wanted to do the right thing it was i see now and and discover now that it was just one of the illusions of the mind presenting itself in something that i needed to to take action on to overcome and i realized that it was just all the mind i've often in doing this podcast especially in the beginning would just do it out of flow and talk freely um just freestyle it and the way in which i would do that is that i would follow the next word that would come to me and um i'm mentioning this experience because some it 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 relates to the experience that i have had in interactions where words will come to me in my mind but it seems like if i can discern that in interactions that maybe a an entire sentence will come to me or a thought in the form of words will come to me something that i need to say that i have an idea of before i even say it in this podcast it's quite different um in that regard that it's not an idea or a sentence or something i feel like i need to say it's just maybe one word as in the word the it doesn't have meaning it's not mixed with uh energy 
it just seems to um, appear out of the emptiness. Um, as far as I know, as far as the, if there are any limits of, of uh, my understanding of this, that's, that's what I um, can perceive as of now. Even those, um, I guess the, the, the big difference here would be that these, that the, the next word, or even sometimes when I turn on the recorder and I have like one thought, um, that I start with sometimes, not all the time, but, um, often there, there has been like something that I maybe I'm contemplating just seconds before I turn it on and um, maybe that is more um, more than a word maybe it's developed into uh, maybe it is a more of a developed thought but it's not mixed with a kind of um energy or fearful energy or maybe any other energy as far as I can tell it doesn't um, feel a certain way at least not that I know of but I can continue to contemplate that so I guess the the main difference that I'm perceiving now is the is the energy and I don't know, when I turn on the recorder, it seems like that that thought is not actually something that I need to say. It's just um, it's just a thought. And I think that's also another difference that I can discern is that in an interaction with somebody, when that experience comes to my mind and mixed with the fearful energy, I feel like it's something that I need to say. And I think I'm coming to realize that I don't need to say anything. That there is nothing that really needs to be said. And if it needs to be said, it will, it will come out of me without my even knowing that it will be said through me by the universe or whatever flows through me that it will not even be my knowing I won't even be conscious of it so it's quite interesting that um, that I went from never speaking to my speaking my mind to then speaking my mind and feeling like I needed to say certain things to now then realizing that there's actually nothing that I need to say. There's nothing that needs to be said. And I've realized that my mind has also just given meaning to so many things. And um, it's what made me a storyteller for a long time. And I think that I am very much in many ways still. And 
maybe I always will be, but it's not personal. Now, it comes less from a mental level, and I've only realized this with the experience of being grounded more in my heart. Because it is this experience that has given me the power to discern. And so many of the stories that I was telling before in my mind, like, um, well, if I need to say something, if something comes to me, then maybe I need to say it and maybe the other person needs to, needs to hear it at that moment. And that may be true, but actually what needs to come will come without my even knowing. And this story that I'm telling is just another story that I was telling. And I realized that I was telling so many stories and it's just, um, it's an illusion of the mind. It's, these are all just more tricks of the mind. Muji likes to say, aces of the sleeve of the mind. Because the mind just has so many. And as you deepen in your awareness, as you establish yourself in your heart space, you start to see more and more and more ways in which you are tricked by your mind. Where you took something that it, that it gave you, a thought, an experience, you took it to be true and you acted on it because you believed it was true. You believed in it. And then um, when you have the contrasting experience of of being in your heart space, only then perhaps are you able to discern what you believed was true before, but then realized was just another trick, another play of the mind. And um, that's been really powerful for me to recognize. Uh, it seems each day that I'm um, continuously unfolding more ways in which I have believed in my mind to be true or the truth but it was just my mind and my consciousness was just limited at the time that was the edge of of my understanding of my experience really because it was only when I had the different contrasting experience that I was able to to see that no that was actually my mind so like this many things um have have fallen away from me and like this I have recognized my mind in many 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 countless ways but Muji says something really beautiful. He says that no matter how tricky your ego becomes and even how intelligent it becomes as it evolves, as you deepen in your own consciousness, the self is still more subtle. The self will always be more subtle. 
And so if you are looking, if you are on this path to recognizing and experiencing the true self, then you will always, always be able to discern the more experience that you have in the heart space. You'll be given those experiences so that you are able to discern the power of, of the mind and how it presents itself in, in countless innumerable ways trying to deceive you. Yet the, the self is infinite. And even if the mind presents itself in, in countless innumerable ways, it will always be, it will always be one less, at least one less than the self. The self will always be ahead. Because it is always, it's just here. It is the infinite. It knows instantaneously. It recognizes spontaneously. It is spontaneous. It is spontaneously. So it will always know and it will always be able to to discern between that which is itself that which is true and that which is simply an ace in the sleeve of the mind and um it's it's really amazing when you start to discover all these ways and you're like oh wow that was just my mind that was just my mind that was just my mind yeah that that too that was just my mind it just seems like um, 99.999999% of, <laughs> of everything is just the mind. And really what is true, it's very, very, very little, very, very few things in life. What actually needs to be spoken is very, 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 very little compared to what we think in our mind, what our mind tells us we need to say even. And maybe for you, um, as part of your journey, maybe similar to how my journey um, involved this experience of actually for a decade or so, it, it happened for me where I needed I felt like I needed to to speak my mind and maybe that's part of your journey too. Maybe it will be, maybe it has been and, and that's okay too because sometimes the experience is, is fundamental to our realization of deeper truths. And I only am able to discern today because of my experience because of experience the experience that I had then and the experience that I have now 
and all the experience in between that has allowed me to know that actually I don't need to speak my mind because I have discovered and have experienced a different place where when I speak from here that the words don't even the the thoughts don't come to me the fear doesn't there's no fear here there's nothing I need to therefore there's nothing I need to overcome or transcend and even in an interaction with someone if I feel like uh if I do have a, a thought of something that I could say, there's really no urgency to say it. Because if I have a thought of something to, to say, then I don't even trust it. And even if that thought is something that could help them or something that they may benefit from, then I actually know that I don't even need to say it at that time. Because if I'm thinking of saying it, then it probably won't come out right, that it will it will uh, it will if it if it if the essence of that thought needs to be said or shared that it will find its own way and the perfect timing to come out through me and i won't even know of it and i think um that's how i prefer now um and that's how i would like to interact from this deeper space that um, that doesn't wait it's not actually waiting because there is nothing to wait here it just knows that um, that there is nothing to that needs to be said at, at an exact time or moment but that whatever needs to be said will will ultimately be said without even my recognition of it and i think in this way uh i cut the the cord to the power of the mind that same mind that would tell me present to me a thought that i needed to speak mixed with some nervous energy and then later after the conversation would bring my attention back to that very thing that I said and replay it and replay it and replay it. And somehow I thought that somehow I had the thought that that was my mind punishing me for the very thing that it presented to me but I guess I didn't know that wherever this thought came from was actually more true than me trying to entertain if what my mind was presenting in that moment was something that I needed to overcome and that experience was true now I see that it was just an illusion of the mind that actually whatever that thought that I had was true that that it was my mind that presented it and then my, my mind that was drawing my attention back to it. It's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. It's all unnecessary because those thoughts that come in the moment, they drop away like flies by themselves. 
nowhere to be found ever again. But when you do act on them, when you do speak them, then you, you keep them alive and they have real, real time effects, right? For you, for the other person, for that moment, it's not necessary. And if they actually had good effects, then you could, you could perceive that, you could experience that, and maybe you do. Maybe you think that they have some good effects for you or the other person or that they're necessary or that they're beneficial until you have different experiences where you don't act on those what can be thought of now as impulses that come in the form of words that your mind presents to you and you feel like you need to say them. You don't need to speak your mind, actually. Because if something is important enough that it needs to be said, it will be said in the perfect time, in the perfect way, without you even knowing that it's been said. So it's kind of like, again, this trust in the being. I don't need to use my mind. Because chances are, Whatever it tells me to do is not the truth. The truth will be carried out in some other way without even my knowing. And that's been a, a great prayer for me lately to remove any thought that I have uh, or knowing that I have of some something some way that that I have helped just to remove that part of me completely because it doesn't serve me because it's not true because I don't need any recollection of of the past first of all because that takes me out of this present moment and recollection of some way in which I may have helped is just my ego. Any recollection is ego. Any past is ego. trying to attach itself, trying to repeat something so that I might find some value in it or some purpose in it or some develop some kind of interest in it. It's not true. All of life is just now. It's in this moment. And I'm really, really glad to discover this. I'm very glad to discover so. Life was a rehearsal for a long time for me. It was some kind of dress rehearsal for, for what I don't know. Then it became... Then it became 
just trying to act spontaneously and not waiting, not holding on to the words that came to me or the things that I wanted to do. But then I realized after having experienced a different state where the things that I wanted to do and the things that I thought I needed to do and the things that I thought I needed to say were all mental. And um, I'm most grateful for this experience and any experience where I'm able to discern between myself and my mind, between my heart and my thought, between my intuition and thinking, thinking. One knows and flows effortlessly. The other lives in the past or the future and robs my attention from this present moment. So I don't engage with those thoughts. I don't engage with any thought that takes me away from this moment. And I have also learned not to engage with thoughts that come to me in the midst of interacting because they come to me on a mental level. Any thought that comes to me is probably from my mind because when I interact just from my heart, there are no thoughts that come to me. I don't even remember at all what was said. I don't have any recollection at all. Zero. Zero. I don't even know what I was thinking. I don't know what I said. I don't remember what the other person said. That's when I'm the most present. I think I'm realizing that. May you live each moment from your heart and not remember even a moment before what you said, what you did, who you were. Because if you know now the truth of what you are, then you will recognize the difference between this heart space and the space in your mind, which is super confined, but tries to take the shape of something that you need to do or something that you need to say, but it is not true. It's just the mind. And I hope that you have the experience of living from this heart so that you are given the power to discern. And if that is your wish, then you will be able 
you will be given the experience of staying here in this emptiness and having experiences here, interacting from here. And then you will get to see that maybe what you thought you needed to do before or needed to say before, actually there's a, a deeper place that doesn't involve thought. And it is from this emptiness that we have conversations and, and w expression, words that come straight from our heart and they land in someone else's. And no one knows what is happening. Nobody knows what is happening. is just the true self interacting with the truth with another being. And um, after that interaction there's no footprint of it. just passes in that moment. And I think this is what could be considered the most true interaction, the most true kind of interaction. It doesn't take place from what we think we should say and I, and even that the meaning of that has evolved so much over time for me from not preparing, not thinking about, not rehearsing what I'm going to say ahead of time, ahead of the conversation, to then trusting myself and then just being in the, mo in the moment and then trying to speak then what comes to me in my mind in the moment to now just realizing that whatever comes to me in the moment will just come in the moment that I won't even have any idea of it. And if I do have an idea, I probably shouldn't trust it. That the only place that I could trust fully and wholeheartedly is, is this heart, is this emptiness. And from this emptiness, I've... I've been able to have the the best interactions, the best experiences, and I'm just grateful for the power to discern and the experiences that have given me the contrast so that I could discern. And I hope if it, if it benefits me to have more and more experiences of experiencing from this emptiness, from this heart, 
so that more of whatever tricks of my mind are left that I don't know of so that they can be revealed to me. I mean, because my mind is no match for me, for the truth that I have discovered, for my true self. Everything is just falling away day by day. And this is just one of them. I thought of how the more anyone does something, the more they fall into the flow of it. The more the mind becomes silent, the more they do it, the more the mind becomes silent. I realized how this is true for artists and even when you clean your house and or take care of your child that by the 50th diaper you're not thinking about oh I wouldn't I wouldn't think or maybe by the 500th diaper at least you're not thinking about oh I gotta change another diaper your mind is quiet And I thought how beautiful it is that God gives us these different ways in our life, different things we can do, different activities, different circumstances, different actions that we take continuously, repetitively, and we find quiet in them. We begin to reside more and more in the heart space. I thought how, how grateful I am to have experienced that and then to have witnessed that in other people. And I think that, um, that in each way, in each human being, in his own way that he has achieved um, the silent mind in his activity, in his chosen activity. I think um, that really stands out to me. It's something that I've been gifted to witness, but until I've been able to experience what I've been able to experience of, of, of not even just the, the different activity, right? My, my own preferred activity, for example, writing. I haven't been able to, to translate the, this quiet, this silent mind that I've found. I haven't been able to To take this, this space that I've found in my heart when doing this, this space that I've been able to reside in more and more, I haven't been able to take this and then 
this and, and then this experience and then apply it to speaking interacting or take this and then apply it to cleaning it's almost like the specific activity is special in itself and what we are able to what we are able to achieve just by doing that specific activity we then learn to craft that that art or that deed or that doing we reside more and more in the heart space but it becomes specific to maybe the chosen our chosen activity one's own chosen activity and i think it's a it's a gift in a way and we all have these different um ways in which we discover this um heart space being in this heart space and i'm grateful for that but i think that the greatest gift for me has and 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 the gift that is really allowing me to opening my eyes to these to 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 how i could reside more in the heart space and in these different activities that are not my own preferred or that i haven't done as much as some other people have i think that just um the greatest gift for me has been finding this heart space and in, in the emptiness and in, in the non-doing finding it just here in this moment just now not in writing or singing or cooking or anything particularly but finding it here now in my being and somehow and maybe this has been the case for how my life has been unfolding for the last decade or so that the more and more i just find it here in my in my being that actually it it allows me to find it more in in different expressions it allows me to find it more in my writing more in my singing and in, and now more in speaking now more in cooking or cleaning i i think i could find it more in in these different expressions well because because if i reside in the heart space now in this moment then well all the other things that i do will also be in this moment from the same place and so i think this is the the greatest gift just to find it in the emptiness and and then it just automatically blesses it will bless every single one of your expressions 
every single one of your deeds, every, everything that you do, everything that you speak, everything that ultimately comes through you will be blessed by this by this space in the heart that you have found and that you long to reside in. Everything will be revealed to you that is not true, that does not come from here. So stay the course and keep this love in your heart because the more you love it, the more you will live from it, the more you will become it, and the more you will see what was not true, it will become clear to you. Thank you each day for another revelation. I'm unendingly grateful. Thank you. I'll see you. I'll be you. I love you. Take care.